0: and their families and I'm gonna ask all of our seniors if you would to stand so the rest of the church can know who you are at the very beginning of our service let's give this great group a hand you can be seated we're glad all of you are here and all their families and so today's a great day we've had a wonderful breakfast this morning I'll tell you what, it is hard, I'm still trying to get my breath, it is hard to sing. I think I'll be able to preach okay, but man, when you eat that big a breakfast on a Sunday morning before you lead, it's tough, but we appreciate all of those that woke up early this morning and prepared our meal for us, and it's just a, a great day. I'm going to ask Stephen Gerald, if he would, to come. He has a special announcement to make, and then we'll continue. I'll be real brief, but with our uh, Restore All Things effort, especially here locally, we've uh, worked with um, CPS and doing a foster parent night out. This will be, I think, our third one. If you will, put it on your calendar, and it is on uh, actually your bulletin for June the 17th. As we've said before, there is a uh, background check that's required if you haven't done it before. Those are needed by June the 7th, so we've got a sign-up sheet in the back. And uh, those background checks are there as well. Feel free to see myself or Rachel for any, Rachel Spencer for any questions. Thank you, Stephen. Also this morning, we want to welcome uh, Margaret Jackson and her son, David, uh, from the Lubbock and Levelland area. They're wanting to be identified with us at Lamar Avenue. If they would, please stand right back here at the back and let's welcome them to Lamar Avenue. <laughs> We're so glad that y'all have come our way. And also, special prayer request for David. Uh, He is having open-heart surgery on Tuesday morning of this week, and so uh, he's requested that we remember him in our prayers. Also, we're having a visitor's luncheon today in the outreach building, so if you're a guest with us and if you would like to stay for lunch, uh, we would love for you to be able to do that, and that'll take place in our outreach building. Also, you can sign up for... Uh, The church, we're having church at Lake Crook uh, on on Wednesday, June the 7th, and so if you want to participate in that, please sign up for that at the Welcome Center. Also this morning, we welcome into this world William Wayne Kirby was born yesterday, and everyone is doing great, so we are glad that Cliff and uh, Maggie are doing good. Let's celebrate with the Kirby family this morning (laughs) as we welcome him. so many of you probably have heard this and uh, know coach Stallings was in Alabama earlier in the week on Thursday uh, speaking and uh, actually introducing a fellow coach of his and player and uh, coach suffered a light stroke and um, you know coach he didn't want to stay in Alabama he wanted to come home and uh, he was able to fly home on Friday and uh, he's receiving medical attention. Coach, we love you, and we are so glad that you are here this morning, and uh, we love you. So you probably noticed in your worship bulletin, the schedule of services is pretty crazy this morning. There's a lot going on as we have our worship and as we Um, celebrate and honor our graduating seniors, and uh, so this morning, some of our senior men will be uh, helping lead us in our service, and we're excited about that, and I'm going to ask Corey Allen, if he would, to come and lead us in our opening prayer as we begin, and then we'll start with our songs. Corey?
1: you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for all that you've done for us and all the blessings that you've given Help focus our minds and hearts in you this morning. Please be with the sick and the ones in need. God, us and direct us and forgive us when we fall short. It's In Christ when we pray, amen.
2: Shout hallelujah, shout hallelujah unto the Lord. Shout hallelujah, shout hallelujah, shout hallelujah unto the Lord. Sing aloud to God, let the people shout before his throne, hallelujah. Sing aloud to
3: God,
2: make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Shout hallelujah, shout hallelujah, shout hallelujah unto the Lord. Shout hallelujah, shout hallelujah, shout hallelujah unto the Lord.
3: He is faithful,
0: he is
2: true, he is mighty, and he will rule, he will rule. so bow before him so and, and praise his name. And praise his name. Jesus Christ forever reigns. Our God is an awesome God. God. He 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 reigns from heaven above above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God God. is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above above. with wisdom, power, He is faithful, he is is true, he is is mighty mighty. and he will rule. rule. So bow before before him him. and praise his name
3: name. by Jesus Christ Christ forever.
2: Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an
3: awesome
2: God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom,
3: power, and and wisdom. Our God God is is
2: an awesome God. God. My soul magnifies the the Lord.
3: Choices in God, my Savior, my.
1: for the communion.
0: Let's sing How Deep the Father's Love. Would you stand with me?
4: Morning. For me, even as a kid, uh, communion was always thought of as a celebration, Uh, a celebration commemorating the life after this. So if you don't mind, bow your heads with me as we pray. Lord, thank you for this day, and thank you for this church family. May you be with the seniors who will graduate soon, be with our families as they begin this transition from us being at home to going off. Thank you for the blessings of a great church home, And we might go throughout the world and spread the good news. In Jesus' name we pray. Please bow as we celebrate. Lord, thank you for the sacrifice made with your son on the cross. We love you, God, and thank you for the ability and the freedoms we have to worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord loves a cheerful, cheerful giver. Amen? Amen. Lord, thank you for this church family. Thank you for the ability we have to serve one another in our community. May we cheerfully give back in this time. Amen.
5: split
6: Our God is great, he is. Um, Reminded of that this morning, sitting in front of these seniors, listening to them passionately sing and praise God. Uh, It warms my heart. It's good to to be with you here today. My name is Andy Garner. I was was here for several years and had the opportunity of working with this group. Um, Six years ago, I was summer intern and most of this group, well, now all of that group would have been coming out of the sixth grade then and then I came back in 2012 on a permanent basis and they were still in junior high I was able to work with them and Jared uh, graciously asked me to be a part uh, this morning and and I'm honored to do so so my message will be brief and my message will be to this group but I, I think we can all gain something from that and I think we can all uh, wrap our arms around them as they transition to a different stage of life and encourage them as they go along. Uh, our group right now is, is large in number, and they were very active. Jared and I knew early on that this was going to be a big part of our core um, and our core youth group, but also a big part of this church. And they, they've been active throughout. And they've enjoyed their time, together, and um, it, it's awesome to see. You know, I've been away for a couple of years, and they've grown a little bit. I see a few more chin hairs on a couple of them, um, but they're good kids, and, and they've been a part of this, and they enjoyed being around each other, and they really enjoyed being at church together, and when I look at Jesus and his ministry, he was certainly about um, seeking and saving the lost. He spent a lot of time with people who needed him. But Jesus also spent a lot of time with those who were seeking to live a godly life. Um, He spent a lot of intimate time with them. And and that's what I think about with this group, and that's what I think about with even adults in church, that we need to spend time with each other, encouraging each other, building each other up, uh, because the world's not an easy place to live. There's going to be things that happen that are incredibly difficult, but we need each other. And, and they have that, and they've had uh, a special bond. Before I left a couple years ago, um, Philippians 1.27 is a verse that I shared, and I'm going to share it again this morning. This is very small print in this Bible. Um, I guess my eyes are getting a little older. <clears throat> I'm good, thank you. It says this, Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel. Paul talks about being one. There's one God, um, there's one one father, there's one son. He asks us and encourages us to stand together and strive together as one, whether I'm here or gone. So I left you a couple years ago, and that was my encouragement, stand together together as one. Uh, this verse can take a new meaning as you know. in the next few months you scatter off some together, some apart, but know this, that the, what we're a part of, wearing the name of Christ means that you are one, whether you're in Edmond, Oklahoma or Abilene, Texas or wherever else in between, that you're one. Um, you can still be an encouragement to each other and that you still have a larger church body that you can be a part of and, and gain those things from as well. So as you leave, be a leader. And what does that mean? I mean lead like Jesus. And, and Jesus led in a way where he put others first. He led in a way where he was going to show love to everybody he came across. So, so be a leader. Be a leader where you're at. Be a leader at whatever church you're at. You can do that when you're in college. We certainly are expecting you to do that as you become adults and you have families to lead like Jesus in those situations as well. Uh, We love you. We're proud of you. Uh, We want you to to light up a dark world around you always, and and you have that. You've got something special about you, um, but you need the church. You need each other. Lead like Jesus. Thank you for letting us be a part of your journey.
1: As I said over there, this day already seemed a little different than normal, uh, primarily because just the way we're running things. Uh, But also, as I said there, uh, I was thinking of what it means to honor somebody uh, and how sometimes we tiptoe around honoring somebody because we don't want to give them too much glory or too much credit. But I feel as today, as we honor our our seniors, we are honoring God because of what God has done through them and with them. Uh, So Andy was speaking uh, a lot to you guys. Uh, I want to speak to you guys from them, from something I've learned from them this year in these last couple years. So I get to my classroom on a Sunday morning. And I'm looking around, and I had picked it up and got it ready that Wednesday evening, that Thursday, for class. And I start to notice there's kind of some dust on the ground. Uh, And then I look at the table, and there's footprints on these tables. They're all getting antsy right now because they know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) And there's this ceiling dust and insulation kind of in different parts of my youth room, excuse me, our youth room. I feel like it's mine though. but, And I start trying to investigate what in the world is going on. The shoe prints on top of the table is really throwing me for a loop. And I look up and the ceiling looks fine, but then I start to look closer and up in the ceiling I'm starting to notice some brand new tiles in the ceiling. So then I go to the other room, the room where the pool table is, the TV is, the air hockey table, the the room that they would rather be in other than me teaching room. And I notice that there's some dust as well and some tile uh, contraband all over the place. And I look up and I can see a Bible in the ceiling covering a hole in the tile. I don't remember what it was. but I imagine it was like God forgives all. Psalm 63. It, was, it was what? Psalm 63. Psalm 63. That doesn't tell you who put the Bible there, does it? <laughs> in his defense, he did use the pages versus the black part of the Bible. And I thought, what in the world? My kids, excuse me, my young adults, decided to break into the church and into the youth room. And in that moment, I thought, what, a, what better place could there have been than to break into a church building to hang out? And that has been this group. They all hang out all the time. Even if it means breaking into a church building to hang out. They have asked to study up here, and I've come up here to see if they were studying. And to my surprise, they were studying. And I left because it was boring. (laughs) But I'm reminded through that experience about these men who had a friend that was paralyzed. And we read in Luke chapter 5 that these men were not going to stop at anything to take their friend to Jesus. They show up at a house where Jesus was. But they couldn't get in because the crowds had gathered. They couldn't get in because the Pharisees were inside questioning and asking Jesus about things. They couldn't get in because there was no room. So, like my group of seniors, they had an idea. We can get in through the roof. And so these men took their friend. They hoisted them up on top of this roof. They put a hole in the roof. And they lowered their friend down to Jesus. And when I have been around these seniors, that's what I've seen. Them guiding each other to Christ. So my challenge to you guys is to learn from them. To learn from what they've done. To go get your friends, the people you work with. The people you interact with, the people you call on the phone in the evenings, the people you celebrate with at different times, and say, Look, I got to let you meet somebody. I got to take you somewhere. And don't let anything get in the way. God bless.
0: I didn't know that Jared was gonna tell that story but since he did I'm gonna take it a little farther the funny part of that I was in the building that Sunday afternoon in my office studying and I asked my son who was one of the culprits there I said hey why didn't you just come to my office and ask for my keys and I would have given you the keys and that would have been a lot easier would have saved y'all time and money To my surprise, what do you think these seniors said? That's no fun. (laughs) Great group of kids. Not smart all the time, but they're learning. But then I stop and think about it. All of us in this room have something in common with them. We have done some pretty dumb things in life too, haven't we? But we're all here this morning because we serve a great God. We serve a God who loves, a God who restores, a God who comforts, a God who encourages. We serve a great God. Oftentimes life is referred to as a journey, and I know these seniors and their parents are going through a journey today where you are ending one part of life transitioning to another. And I know for the families, I know what they're asking because Carrie Ann and I are asking this too, where have the 18 years gone? This is a great group of young people, a group that loves to be together, a group, as Jared said, that are, have been such an encouragement to bring their friends with them, and many of those friends, they didn't have a church, and they started coming here, and this became their youth group, and it became your church. And for that, as a congregation, as a church, we are thankful you came our way, aren't we, church? There's a lesson to be learned in that. A lesson that reminds us that all of us in life go through transitions, don't we? Today, as I stand before you, not only do I have a lot on my mind With our son Sam being part of the graduating class here but also have a lot on my mind because this is my last Sunday to be your preacher that's tough this church has been a part of my life for a long time almost 30 years 18 as one of your ministers I never dreamed, when I left here in high school, never dreamed that I would feel the call to move back home. And then in 1999, I came here one Wednesday night to speak on a summer series, and Jay Anthony and Daryl Bulls and a couple other guys came up to me and said, hey, what would you think about the possibility of moving back home to be our youth minister? And I said, you've got to be kidding was not even on my radar had no idea and after much prayer and much conversation god opened the door and we moved here to lamar avenue in may of 99 and we when we moved here we had no idea how long we would stay a minister and his family that's one thing that they go with every day they don't know how long they're gonna be in one place my plan was to be here forever and a few short months ago God had a different plan and I know some of you have said well that plan wouldn't have happened if you hadn't answered the phone or if you hadn't gone to talk and that's correct but I felt that I needed to take that conversation because I wanted to see where God would take that and I say that to you graduating seniors today don't ever think that your life is mapped out don't ever think that this is where you're going to be forever because God has something bigger in mind and when you trust his leading beautiful things take place That may not always be here in Paris, but wherever God plants you, whether it's in college or wherever you end up when you have a family and all of those things, wherever He puts you, remain close to Him. You're smart and you can do a lot of things. I mean, there's a lot of talent in this group. But there's also someone called Satan, the prince of this world, who wants to do everything he can to keep you away from God. And you have to remember that you, as a child of God, you belong to Him first. And you are more than conquerors. And you can overcome anything, any obstacle, any storm, anything that comes your way. You can overcome that because Christ overcame it first and he enables you to do the same thing. And so today you have a lot of memories. You're going to take those memories with you. And I know for your parents, they're thinking, man, we just remember it seemed like yesterday we were dropping you off at kindergarten. And then first grade came, and then the junior high years came, and then we started high school, and we thought, oh, we just, can we, we're just going to hold on to another four years. And here we are today saying to you guys, way to go. Congratulations. Go with God a lot. I have a lot of memories. I have a lot of memories with y'all, and I'm grateful that those memories will always be in my heart. I'm grateful as your preacher that I've had opportunities to interact with you, to go on trips with you, to just be there with you. But more than that, with me being here 18 years, I have watched you grow physically and I've watched you grow in a spiritual sense and for that I will be forever grateful and so over the last few months I've been thinking about memories of this place yes the sermons and the classes and the conversations and all of that the weddings the funerals, all of those times. And really, when you stop and think about it, those are just moments of life and moments of ministry, moments that you've allowed me as your minister to share with you, yes, but I want you to know as a church, not only did I share life with you, you shared life with all of us. that's what it's all about isn't it about relationships about loving God and loving each other and I'm reminded of Paul's words in first Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 8 where he says we loved you so much that we shared with you not only God's good news but our lives too because you became dear to us church I want you to hear me this morning You need to have that great and awesome relationship with God first, but move beyond that to understand that part of a relationship with God is sharing your life with somebody else. And these young people have done that with their friends, and their friends know Jesus a little more because God worked in their life. Allow God to minister through you and never doubt what He can do with you. Always believe that God can do more. Amen? He can do more than all we ask or imagine. And when He does more, wonderful things will happen. So in Acts chapter 20, as Paul is giving his farewell address to the elders in Ephesus, he speaks from his heart, and he says some pretty powerful words. Words that have been on my heart over the last few months, but I think they're applicable to what we're going through today as well. In verse 22, And now, compelled by the Spirit, I'm going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. In other words, life's not going to be perfect. Life's not going to be a rose garden all the time. Hardships will come. But God's leading you, and he can lead you even through hardships, can he? And then he says, However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace And then in verse 32, as he concludes this address, he says, Now I commit to you, to God, and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all of those who are sanctified or all of those who have been set apart. All of us in this room, church, listen to me. All of us in this room have been set apart. To be used in mighty ways by God. Not just our graduating seniors, but to those that are 90 something years old in this room and anywhere in between. God wants to work through you, to use you, to be that ambassador, and to speak and to testify to more and more people about the saving grace of God. And as your preacher, one of the things that I have prayed about every week before I stand in this pulpit, I pray that God will speak through me so that people can see Jesus, not your preacher man. Never. Ever put your hope in man always put your hope in God men and women we flee we go God remains forever and that's where hope is isn't it and as we put our hope there you can never go wrong with that. And as I'm speaking today, I know in this room, we have a lot of hopes, don't we? And the seniors are saying, yes. You're going to graduate, okay? You've already passed your test, I, I think, right? Tate's saying no. Okay. <laughs> Pray for Tate. <laughs> Tate, you've come this far. Don't mess it up, buddy, Okay you're gonna graduate but you have a lot of other hopes you hope to do good in college or you hope to do good in the workforce you hope to have a family one day you hope and pray that you meet your life mate one that walks alongside of you as you serve God together and I'm gonna say I'm gonna echo what Jay said this morning if you're with somebody that's not helping you get closer to God, you need to run from them. That is not who you need to be with for the rest of your life. Hear that. I don't care how good a person they may be, if they're not... (coughs) Wow. (laughs) If they're not in Christ, you don't need them. Now, can God use you to lead that person to Christ? Absolutely. But make sure that person chooses to do that because they want to do it for themselves and for the Lord not to please you. You're a good group, but you're never good enough to save yourself. You always need Jesus. Church, did you hear that? You are never good enough To save yourself, you need Jesus. And you need his grace and his mercy. And last time I checked, Ray, we need it every day, don't we, brother? I want you to think about those things. And there's a passage of scripture in Hebrews chapter 6 that reminds us of this hope that we have. And the Hebrew writer says we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain where our forerunner Jesus has entered on our behalf. And I want to tell you, the early Christians, they held tightly to that anchor as a symbol of hope. Because when you you look back and you, you look at the period of Roman persecution, in the first century well they went through a lot they were thrown into the lines in arenas for entertainment they were burned at the stake go read Hebrews 11 it gets pretty scary okay they were some were crucified some were sawed in half but you know what they learned they learned that even through all that persecution as long as their anchor is bedded in Jesus Christ, they're going to be okay. As long as their anchor is with Jesus, they were firm, they were secure, they were as steadfast as they could be. And the Hebrew writer goes on later to say, they learned how to turn their weakness into strength. You can only do that through Jesus let him guide you and lead you every step of the way and so no matter what happens to all of us not just today but every day of our life no matter what happens there will be times where life is great there will be times where life is not so good But with Jesus as the anchor, you've always got a place to go. Never forget that. And so some parting words that I would say as your preacher, always put your hope in God. Never put it in mankind. And always remember, life is not about you. And you've heard me say this, when you think that life is about you, get over it. Get over yourselves and be all about serving God. And all about, as you have modeled for us, bringing more people to Jesus. That's what it's about. I'm not saying goodbye this morning. We're not moving to Alaska. We're moving 90 miles away. We will be back. I know it will be different. I know that. But I also know in my heart our family takes all of you with us, and we will be forever grateful. For that thank you for loving us the way you have but more than that thank you for loving Jesus the way you do because as you've loved Jesus that's what's encouraged us let's stand and I want to read a scripture to all of us from Romans chapter 15 verse 13 May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with hope, now listen to this, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Always let the Spirit guide you. And here's the neat thing. When you allow God's Spirit to guide you, you never know where He's going to take you. But you know what really matters? You're going with God. And that is the most important thing ever. I love you. God loves you. Stay close to Him. And there may be some this morning, you don't feel as close to God And if we can help you in a public way, talk about that and pray about that, and maybe some, I know we have one that's going to be baptized this morning. There may be others. If we can help you grow closer in your walk with God, we want to do that. And we do that right now as we stand and as we sing. Keith.
5: On bended knee I come with
3: a humble heart i
5: show your mercy and your grace change my life
0: Our sister Margie Champion comes forward this morning. And Margie wants us to pray for her. Her prayer request is simply this. She has struggles in this life. And she wants to share that request with all of you as her church family so we can go to God and pray with her. And we're going to pray that God will give her the strength to overcome those struggles okay let's pray margie father in heaven we thank you for the day and we thank you for this time that we have to lift our voice and worship to you with these songs and prayers and messages from your word god you're so good to us you comfort us And right now, I know that you are comforting Margie. And I pray that she feels your presence today. And I pray that you will work on her heart. Whatever circumstances and situations that she's trying to work through, I pray that they will seek you in those conversations. And we want your will to be done. But we pray that she receives strength and power from you to do your will. Through Jesus we pray and all of God's people said,
3: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: hi my name is Corey Allen and my parents are Roddy and Teresa Allen I'm graduating from Paris High School and I plan to attend Oklahoma Christian University and play baseball uh, my favorite verse comes from Matthew 5:16 and it says let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven
0: My name is Tate Bivens. I am a graduate of North Lamar High School. I am the grandson of Peggy Buster. My future goal is to graduate from Oklahoma Christian University with a theater major. My favorite memory verse is 2 Timothy 2.22. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call out on the Lord with a pure heart. Thank you. I love you all.
4: My name is Cade Blackman. My parents are Lori and Wade Blackman. I'm graduating from Paris High School. I plan to attend Texas A&M College Station and pursue a degree in petroleum engineering. And my favorite Bible verse is Hebrews 928.
6: Booker. My parents are Rusty and Carol Booker. I'll be graduating from North Lamar High School. Then I'll be attending PJC in the fall to work towards my associate's degree. After that, I will travel to Texas A&M Commerce, and I will study my degree in early childhood education. My favorite Bible verse is Proverbs 31:25. She is clothed with strength and dignity and lasts the time to come.
3: Heaven's
5: Hi, my name is Macy Bryan. I'm the daughter of Roger and Stephanie Bryan. I'll be graduating from Chisholm High School. My plans are to attend Oklahoma Christian University in the fall and major in nutrition and exercise science to become an occupational therapist. My favorite verse is 2 Corinthians 4-6. For God who said, Light shall shine out of darkness, is the one who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ.
2: My name is Sam Cannon, my parents are Patrick and Carrie Ann Cannon. I'm graduating from Paris High School, I'll be attending Abilene Christian University to major in finance with a concentration on pre-law, then I'll be attending law school. My favorite Bible verse is Romans 3, 23, and 24.
7: Hope when the water rises, you build wall. Hope when the crowd screams out, they're screaming your name. Hope it's everybody right. You choose to stay. Hope that you fall in love. It hurts so bad. The only way you can know is it- uh,
6: My name is Jacob Duran. My parents are uh, Todd and. Angie Duran. I'm graduating from Chisholm High School. I plan on going to Texas A&M to major in accounting. And my favorite verse is Romans 8:1. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus.
4: My name is Kill Kill. My parents are Tim and Leslie Keel. I'm graduating from North Mart High School this year. I plan on attending Texas Tech University in the fall with getting a degree in sociology with plans of going into the law enforcement career field. My favorite memory verse is 1 Corinthians 13, 11. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me.
6: parents are jennifer and eddie sykes i'm graduating from chisholm high school my plans are to attend the university of north texas in the fall and my favorite bible verse is john 16:33. i have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you will have trouble but take heart i have overcome the world
7: in every soul, somebody some dark and cold, there is a spirit who brings a fire.
5: Hi, my name is Madison Weems. My parents are James and Casey Weems. I'll be graduating this year from Chisholm High School. My plans are to go attend college at Oklahoma Christian University and get my bachelor's degree of science in nursing. My favorite memory verse is Philippians 4, 4 4-7. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus.
7: sister.
8: Congratulations, seniors. We are proud of you. As a tradition here at Lamar Avenue, uh, we present our seniors with a Bible, a token of remembrance for those times when you struggle and those times when you need help and you need courage and strength and comfort and wisdom. It's a place to look. Psalm 121, 1 and 2 says, I lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. So when those times come in your life, take this Bible that we'll present to you today on behalf of this church and let your help come from the Lord you will, uh, I'm going to move this podium back. If you'll come forward and stand up on the top podium uh, when you get your Bible, and we'll take a picture afterwards, um, I'll call you. Corey Allen. <clears throat> Cade Blackman. Tate Bivens, Reagan Booker, Macy Bryan, Samuel Cannon, <laughs> Jacob Duran. Caleb Keel, Kelsey Smith, Kelsey couldn't be with us today, his dad's going to uh, take his Bible to him. Katie Vorwark, and Madison Weems. Also, as a tradition at Lamore Avenue, we also present Bibles to our kindergartners graduating into first grade and at this time I'll call those forward Eli Balerian There we go Michaela Lee Brendan Lee and Brooklyn Salter. We thank you, seniors and kindergartners moving to first grade. Congratulations. As
0: so we bring our service to a close this morning, Daryl Bulls is going to come and present a scholarship from his family to one of our seniors. And also, uh, in just a moment, I'm going to. Jace Cooper is going to be baptized into Christ, and uh, Jace, if you'll go ahead and make your way uh, back to the back, then we'll make preparations. And while we're getting ready for the baptism, Keith will lead us in some songs uh, following Daryl's announcement.
9: Many of you know, a few years ago, we began. Uh, The Process to Endow Scholarship Mom's Memory. Well, this is the second year we've been able to award it. We're real excited about it. This year was much tougher. We had two great applicants last year. This year, we had four great applicants. Well, I want to congratulate each of the applicants for, y'all go ahead and head on back. Uh, While I congratulate all four of the applicants for applying, uh, they made the decision very difficult. Uh, D.J., Haley, Lisa, and I read through all the applicants. want to thank the students. I want to thank those that uh, served as their references. They did some phenomenal jobs. You can tell that our reference is really connected with our youth. Uh, I, I must tell you that uh, m- these young people, as you saw it on the screen, and some that you don't even know from what we read, have accomplished so much here in their young lives, and we uh, applaud you for that. Among the career choices you heard mentioned were radiology, occupational therapy, technical theater, criminal justice, and if you didn't look up what Psalm 63 is that Sam called out a while ago that they put in the uh, use the Bible to to cover up the hole in the attic, you need to look that up. I think you'll be impressed. But I want to share with you a scripture, and I also want to offer a challenge as I conclude here in just a moment. Love technology when it works. If I'd hit the button when I stood up here first, we'd be already there. Good signal. I may have to try to remember it from from my memory, and that would be dangerous. Psalms 22 says, A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. Rich and poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. The prudent see danger and take refuge but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages are rich and honor in life. In the path of the wicked are the snares and pitfalls, but those who would preserve their life stay far from them. Start children off in the way that they should go, and when they are old, they will not turn from it. I want to applaud, I want to ask, we've had the seniors stand up, I want to ask every family family, member of our seniors. If y'all would, please stand. Y'all are doing a round of applause. I really uh, acknowledge the fact that you're the driving force. And uh, we've got some great kids. And I really appreciate the things that they do. Um, Before I award the winner this year, I want to challenge you all. Many of you have asked over time, tell me more about an endowed scholarship. Well, if you want to know how you could endow a scholarship to give to one of our youth each year, or if you want to know how you can create a pass-through scholarship, some amount of money that you give every year. I know that when you heard where all these kids are going and the goals that they've got for themselves, a little extra help sure would be appreciated. And if you're interested in doing that, I would be honored and delighted to spend as long as necessary with you to help you understand that better. I have to say that after the slideshow, I really re- was second thinking who we were going to give this to, especially after one particular picture. <laughs> but I'm pleased to say that uh, the four applicants. Uh, let's see, Macy, Tate. Uh, let's see here. I've got them all right here. I can cheat and look. Macy Tate, uh, Corey, and Caleb were the nom- the folks that uh, took time to apply. I applaud you all in this year's selection, Caleb Keel.